from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on wakeupcalldt.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. Proud to be here with you every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, hanging out inside of the Charney's Menswear and Tuxedo Studios on 3150 Erie Boulevard East in Syracuse, New York. And after the annoying moment of the week, and hopefully, like I said, Maryland and Syracuse can figure these things out and maybe try to right the ship. Maybe if Maryland had a non-conference you know, home game against Syracuse next season, that they could give that one back to Syracuse. But just sad to see this is supposed to be the last game that the women's lacrosse team played in the Dome as the Dome is being renovated. So there's a lot of background that goes into this, and so hopefully things will work out for the Syracuse women's lacrosse team. I feel terrible for them, and, and no matter who's traveling, I hope they travel safely. So with that being said, we have Juanita Ward here with us in our signature segment every single Friday on TGIF here. It's called Lead, Learn, Evolve, AdLib, and Deliver. And Juanita Ward coming to us from Syracuse women's basketball history as well as the WNBA and overseas. Currently molding young minds as a coach and a motivational speaker and always a pleasure to have on the show and so we have a lot to get into today, but as always, lead in and of itself is a feel-good, positive segment with faith behind it and just uh, hopefully get you along your day a little bit better if it's been tough. And if it's good, hopefully we make it that much uh, that much greater at this point. So Juanita, how are we doing today? Hey, Dan. How's it going? I'm super excited. Once again, I hope that we uh, touch one life. One life can change a whole generation. So I'm ready, man. Let's go. Absolutely, and, and we have a we have a lot to get into uh, today, and we'll get into it in, in just a second here. I did want to ask you uh, before we go anywhere, Juanita. You know, how's the week been treating you? Maybe maybe something that's inspired you this week. What's what what's maybe one thing, one experience, one person that inspired you this week or motivated you this week? Well, I was at the grocery store the other day, and I saw this older lady. And she was coming across the parking lot to get to her car. And there was a little boy and his mother was coming out. And the little lady, you know, she, she had her buggy. She had, I mean, it was a full buggy. And the mother and the boy was, was coming out. I would say the boy was probably about, and I say little boy, I would say he's probably about maybe nine, eight or nine. Yeah. And um, she was coming across the parking lot to her vehicle and the mother and the son was coming into uh into the grocery store and the little boy stopped and said mom mom can i help her and the mom says no son we got to make it across the street and so the little boy said mom wait hold up let me go help her and so the mom turned you know and saw what he was looking at he ran across you know over to the older lady and he asked the older lady, says, may I help you unload your grocery and put it into the, your uh, your vehicle? And I'm thinking to myself, this little boy cannot lift all of these, uh, you know, all these waters and all of this heavy stuff. You know, he, he won't be able to lift all of this. Yeah. And to my surprise, I'm just sitting and I'm still watching because I'm thinking, all right, I may need to get out the car and go over and help as well. 
And so, to my surprise, I see this young man start lifting all of this stuff, and then he does the ultimate gold thing. He, before he pushes the buggy to the buggy slot, he goes to the door, hands the lady her keys, opens the door for her, lets her sit down, gets her in the car safely, puts her seatbelt on her. Now, she's capable of doing these things, but puts her seatbelt on her, and he closes the door back, makes sure she's safe, takes the buggy and put it in, goes back to the mom. The mom reaches out and hugs him. The lady gives the little boy the thumbs up. And she gets on her way. The mom and the little boy goes into the grocery store. Now, I'm sitting in the car amazed at this whole scenario because this is a little eight, nine-year-old boy that had the tenacity and had the courage and had the faith to walk over and the strength to walk over and talk to a total stranger that that he doesn't know and just lend a helping hand. I thought that that was completely incredible. And I wanted to get out the car and run into that little boy and tell him how much I was so proud of him. But I sat in the car with tears in my eyes because I I was saying to myself, it's so awesome to see that there's still good training out there. There's still people that are teaching the right things. And for that little boy to have the strength and the courage to do that, it blessed me so much. It just gave, you know, a different perspective on a lot of things. And I was so encouraged by what he did. Uh, because nowadays you don't see kids, you know, stepping out and doing stuff like that. You don't see kids holding the door and, you know, you, you see them, it's it's them get in first and then everybody else, which is normal because that's how kids are. But it's so good to see that that young man was, had some good teachings behind him. No, absolutely. And, and, I, and I appreciate you sharing that story and, you know, really just something incredible that, you know, that you said, like you said, good teachings behind him that somebody had brought him up, you know, his mother, you know, his family had brought him up to help out and, and to, you know, to help somebody in need, whether he knows them or not. And not only that, but to go over it and continue to, you know, help the woman get in the car, make sure she's okay, make sure she's safe, you know, and, and when his mom said no, and didn't really know at first what he was getting at, for him to continue to plea and say, you know, no, like, let me, let me help her. Let me do this, mom. I I have to do this. And and feeling that need to go out and do something like that. I mean, there's so many, so many elements to that story that really make you feel good and, and make you feel special. And, you know, I think that that's, that's incredible, you know, and and I would say, you know, as you shared that, that feel good story that, you know, one that I can probably, you know, share here is uh, it today is really just for me um, seeing a couple of my friends lately who have been through a lot. You know, uh, one's one's been through the uh, the his sister passing away who was young, and she has young kids, and then my other buddy who uh, who could have died and and going into surgery and 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 really honestly just going to the doctors not knowing what was going on with them and then performing surgery twenty minutes later and finding out that if they hadn't done it that he may have lost his life. And, and this is a, this is a guy in, in his, you know, he's a very young man in his thirties. So for me, you know, to, to experience that, to experience my, my friends go through this and to see how positive they are and, and how, and how they just keep going and they keep rolling. And, and, you know, one of them as his sister was, was put into the hospital and medically induced coma and ultimately ended up passing away 
you know, he's trying to work his job. And as he's, he, you know, he moves his entire life, he uproots himself all the way up the East Coast. He's trying to find a place to live. He finds a place to live. He's uprooted himself. She's sick. The family's trying to figure it out. His niece and his nephew are, are going through already not having a dad around to maybe not having their mother. And he ends up having to go to the doctors because he has something on the back of his neck. And he ultimately has to have surgery after being misdiagnosed. All of this in the middle of, of making a big life change. And I see him, you know, a few days ago and he was just sitting with me and he was like, oh, let me buy you lunch. And I was like, why are you buying? Like, why are you doing something for me? You know, you, you need somebody to do something for you. He was like, no, bro. He said, this is your city. I want to buy, you know, I want to buy you lunch. I can do it. Get what you want. Let's relax. Let's, let's just go have a good time. And he was talking about positivity. He was talking about the last conversation he had with his sister about, you know, uh, you know, his, his parents and caring for his parents and, you know, seeing little things that his sister, little moments, a, a song that she used to share with him and, and having that song, you know, play and him think about her immediately. He wasn't down in the dumps. He wasn't negative. He, he wasn't feeling bad for himself. And then my buddy Jason, you know, he talks about, I was like, what got you through, you know, everything that's going on? You have, you have two daughters. He lost his first son who was born premature, who was my first nephew. So he had passed away and Carter and then Carly's born and Gracie's born. He's trying to be a dad. He's trying to get a good job. His family had been moving all over the state of Florida and then this happens to him and he ends up having to go and go into surgery and find out he could have died and all these different things. And I said to Jay, I said, what got you through it? And he said, I just had a lot of faith. I believe in God. I, I believe it was going to get better. And I said, how did you keep your faith? Like, what made you have faith? And he said, to be honest with you, I don't know. I just had it. I don't know where it came from. I don't know why it stayed strong through all these things that were so hard for me, but it did. And I hear people complain and I get caught up in those moments too, but I hear people complain about their lives that are really pretty fantastic. And then I see my two friends go through moments of absolute chaos and both of them are smiling going, I love you, buddy. I hope to talk to you soon. Are you doing good? How are you? And it just amazes me how incredibly strong some people can be. Yeah, that's right, Dan. You know, faith goes a long way, um, especially when you, when when it's at the time where you have to just simply believe. And so, I'm always grateful when I hear those stories because it just reminds you of a true testament of of how to believe how to just simply believe in something that you can't, you can't heal yourself, but how to believe and how to step out and like little boy, how to just step out in faith, you know, and, and encourage someone else. I thought that was incredible. You know, and when you feel that umph, you have to make a, a move. You have to do what you're feeling. And that little boy felt that he needed to make that move. And your friend felt that he needed to, you know, just have a good time and just show you that, Everything is going to be all right. And we've said this early on in, in a segment before in previous segments that, you know, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it for the for the joy of the Lord is our strength. So we get strength when we have joy. And that's what that young man 
was saying, Dan, let's have a good time. I'm strong because I have joy, you know. Yeah, you know, and, and it really, to me, is it's incredible to see what people, you know, go through and don't complain about and just find a way. I mean, my, my buddy was going with a, with a colostomy bag. You know, he, he was interviewing for jobs with this bag attached to him after his surgery, you know, and, it, and I'm just, I'm sitting there looking, I'm thinking of that situation going, so many people sit on a couch that are totally fine saying, I can't, I won't, it's, it's not going to happen for me. You know, woe is me. My life isn't good. I'm never going to get out of this bad situation. And then here he is with a colostomy bag where at any given time, you know, his body could literally go to the bathroom during an interview. He can't stop it. It's uncomfortable. He had it in for weeks and he's going on interviews because he wanted to push himself and he wanted a better job and he wants to take care of his family. And he really feels that responsibility of being a good dad and a good husband. And, you know, I mean, I look at those moments and think about if that man is willing to go through all of that stuff and go through that surgery and go on interviews with a colostomy bag connected to him, which is, you know, embarrassing and uncomfortable and it could smell and it could, I mean, all of these things, all of these reasons to say, I'm going to sit on a couch and he doesn't. And so, you know, it it just, it's one of those moments that really just makes you sit back and, and look at life and say, you know, what are my reasons for not doing something? What's my reason for not bettering my life? What's my reason for not going and, and helping somebody or applying for this or asking this question or, you know, trying to work this out? Because when you see people that don't let any excuse stop them, even the craziest of situations like like he was in, to just keep going, you know, and, 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 and to have that, I mean, is to me is 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 incredible. That, you know, the people that just never, ever say die and they never give up. And and that, to me, is has been such an inspiration this week because I've really honestly, I feel like I've had a low week. You know, I've had, I've had some low moments this week and they've inspired me to get up and they've inspired me to keep fighting and keep moving. And, you know, Juanita, I think we need to shout out that little boy and we need to, we need to shout out, you know, my friends that I mentioned because if not for them, sometimes we do get caught in the tidal wave of life and we get carried out to sea and we need that reminder to keep swimming. That's right, for sure. It's just an amazing opportunity for all of us. And it's a good life lesson too, to never see someone and not feel that they don't need encouragement or is it, you know, just because you have a lot on your plate doesn't mean that you still cannot help and encourage someone else and we go back to this word encourage once again because that's the bottom line truth words sharpen each other words can also tear down so you have to be careful with the words that you use and you have to be careful with what you say because those words will determine your altitude and um, i was very you know blessed by your story because it doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter with what you're dealing with. As long as you continue to, to push forward, as long as you continue to think positive, as long as you continue to not put your situation at the top, but you put God at the top of everything and you allow him to be in control and you allow his promises to do just as they say and you have faith without a shadow of a doubt 
that the outcome of what God is asking or what God is wanting is going to be done. And you have to just simply believe that. You have to just simply say, you know what, just as your friend did, and I like how you use that and what he said. You asked him, you said, well, how did how did you have all this faith? And he said, he doesn't know. It's just something that just happened. That's how God works. When you're at your wit's end and you can't do anything else and your back is up against the wall, you throw your hands up in the air and you say, God, it's in your hands. It's in your control. I'm not the one that's operating this. You are. But I believe that your word says in 1 Peter 2.24 that by your stripes that I am healed. And I believe in faith that you will take care of everything that's concerning me. I do believe that it doesn't matter because I'm a child that I don't have the strength of David and I don't have the strength to do the things that you're asking me to do. Like the young man stepping out in faith and just going and doing and the courage that it took the mother to just say to yield back and say, OK, baby, go do go go and do it kind of makes me think of this movie that I was watching. And it, it, it talks about step out on faith where this young lady said that she had heard from God to move out of her family's home and her mother and her father were ministers in the church. And the mother and the father were saying, no, darling, don't move. No, sweetie, don't move. The sister was kind of saying, no, don't move. But the other sister allowed them to see from her perspective and most importantly told them that she had heard from God that it was time for her to move to another state and to work on a farm that's going to help with children coming in and touching the animals and rubbing on the animals and riding the animals. And the parents and the sister at first thought that she was crazy. And so she said, you know, God, give me another sign to show me that this is the right thing that I'm supposed to do. She went to work the next day. Her boss comes in and her boss says, hey, can you make a donation? Can you put this in the mail and make this donation to this specific organization? And she takes the letter. She looks at the at, you know, where it's going and she's stunned. And she said, wow, why did why are you sending to this organization like this particular organization? He says, well, I got a random phone call this morning. And I just so happened to answer the phone. And that was all the sign that she needed because she asked God to give her another sign to make sure that she's doing what she was told to do. And she did that. Had this lady not believed in faith that she had heard from God and God had told her to do something, the next part of her life would not have been so easy had she not listened. But the thing is so beautiful in this whole thing is the impossible was made possible just because she simply believed. Yeah, and you know, and that gives me chills when you say something like that, you know, the impossible was made possible because you because someone just simply believed in it. You know, and 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 I I feel like I lived that. You know, I feel like I lived that every single day when when it's, you know, when I look at my job, when I look at what I do, you know, I, I feel like I lived that. There was it was thin air. There was there was nothing but air in front of my face when I said I'm done with the radio stations. I'm, I'm done with working for bosses who are immoral, who don't value where, you know, there is no faith. There is no God to these people. The way that they treat people is wrong. The way that they treat me is wrong. I don't feel respected. Nobody keeps their word where I was. And so to me, I looked at the air in front of me and I grabbed that air and I said, I'm going to mold this air. 
and I'm going to turn it into something. And then this air is going to grow and it somehow is going to be put into the earth and that earth is going to plant, a tree is going to come up and that tree is going to bear fruit. And that fruit is going to be nurtured by me and I'm going to plant another tree. That was almost eight years ago. Now the show is tangible. You can come out and see it. You can come out and play trivia. The high schools are involved. You can come sit with us. You can come see the shows. You can see the studio. You can watch it. You can listen to it. We found an avenue. I didn't know how I was going to get my show out there. What avenue was I going to take? How is internet radio going to work? What live streaming source am I going to use? What is live streaming? How do I get on Facebook? Should I do video? I'm already on YouTube. All of these things that have happened, they happen on a belief, on that just complete faith of, I know this is what I want to do. I feel like you're calling me to do this, God. Help me get there. And he got me there. And the funny thing about it is I don't even think I'm close. You know, I, people say to me, oh, what do you want to do? Or, you know, what's what's the end game? And I always hear that. What's the end game? And I, there to me, there is no end game. The end, I guess the, you know, the end game to me is when all said and done, God calls me home. But then that's not the end game because I got work to do when I get there. So, you know, I, I just I, I'm, I'm inspired by the impossible because those are the projects I want. Show me that, you know, tell me that love doesn't exist, that true unconditional love doesn't exist. And I want to achieve that impossible. Show me that you can't bounce back from an injury or we can't find a cure for cancer or this and that. I want the impossible to be possible. I want to find that, you know, it's and there's actually a, a quote that I have and I'm trying to figure out where I put it here in the studio. Oh, it's right behind me here. So because I move it around. I want to show everybody on video here. I have my mother bought me a sign for my first apartment. And ever since she gave me this sign in Dunmore, Pennsylvania, I have put this everywhere that I go. It has to be someplace meaningful. And so it's right behind me in the studio. Look what it says. It says, hope makes the impossible possible. Hope. Hope that love exists. Hope that I could be a dad someday. Hopefully I could be a husband someday. Hopefully I can, you know, build my company to be something special and, and be, you know, a beacon of hope for people. You know, hopefully I can I can help give money to the cancer research that's finally going to find a cure. Hopefully I can, you know, leave the world better than I found it. Hope makes the impossible possible. I had to stare at that, cry in front of that, pray in front of that for years. And it's in the centerpiece of my studio right here with my logo, because Juanita, the impossible is possible if you have the faith, the hope, the belief, the determination, the love to show that it can be and show that it is. And there is no greater feeling than knocking down a wall that people say is impenetrable. That's right. You know, we have, we go through so many different things in our life, and I, I hope that this is encouraging everyone. You know, you have to you have to stay the course. You know, life life has that opportunity where you could either give up or you can continue to keep going. And the fact that we have hope and the fact that we have love and we care, it gives a different meaning of, you know, just being a good Samaritan. And you have to just be able to take that opportunity and take that time to first and foremost, I always say this, love yourself. Because if you can't love yourself, you don't have anything in the tank to give to someone else. And if you can't love yourself, you know, enough, 
then you won't be able to feel what other people are feeling. You won't be able to actually see or discern what other people are are uh, feeling or needing. You know, I've, I've often said this, you know, what type of person do you want to be? Do you want to be the person that's wanted or do you want to be the person that's needed? And I always choose the person that's needed because there's a lot of people that are wanted, but there's very few that you need. You need to breathe. You don't want to breathe, but you need to breathe because it is a part of survival. It's a part of your life. You need water. You don't want water, but you need water so that everything continue to get flushed out. And I've always asked people that, you know, and especially when I do my motivational speakings, I talk about what type of person are you? Are you a person that needs to, are you a person that, that wants to be wanted? Are you a person that needs to be needed? And when you become the person that, that needs to be needed, you're in a very good situation because number one, you have identified what you're doing and who you are and your purpose and your mission. And number two, you're understanding that everything is going to be okay. So, you know, Dan, I, I absolutely love what we do. I absolutely love the show, and I absolutely love how you just continue to encourage people every single day. It's an amazing feeling, and I can't thank you enough for this opportunity. I can't thank you enough for, you know, how you continue to open up the airwaves to just speak life into someone, to just speak life into uh, in someone's situation, because healing is a process, and understanding that you can make it and you can do it. It's a process. You have to renew your mind. You have to continue to change, you know, the way you think and the way you talk and the way you act. It's a process. Nothing happens overnight. Rome wasn't built in one day. It was a process to get to the success level that you are right now, Dan. And your success level isn't over. You still have to knock down some more walls. You, you're still going to push even further than you've ever gone before. This is not, this is just the beginning. This is not the end of anything. This is the beginning of something great. And the gifts and callings that God has for you is going to be even more greater because you're pushing forward, because you have that, that uh, instinct or that courage to not give up, to want to keep going. And a lot of people see what you're doing and they're encouraged by it as well. So, I appreciate you so much, Dan. I appreciate everything that you're doing because this is an opportunity for some people that would probably never get an opportunity to hear us speak or hear the words that are coming out of our mouth. I believe that it is all divine, and I believe that God is always God always has a timing for everything. And it's up to us to trust that time, and it's up to us to just step out in faith and listen and hear the small voice that's speaking to us every single day. When we get quiet, and we start meditating, we can hear clear of what God is trying to say and what he's trying to get us to do. And it's very important. And it's, it's something so special about being in that secret place to know that you are covered, to know that you are protected, to know that you have a refuge that you can call on and go to, to know that every single thing that will be that's bothering you, that has ever bothered you, you can all throw that over on on God. And so I appreciate you for giving this opportunity to talk about it. I appreciate that because some people need to hear that. It's not the end. Keep pushing forward. Keep going. Don't give up. Don't settle. When you feel like your back is against the wall, remember that there's a David inside of each and every one of us. And the only thing we have to do is point our sling and knock down that Goliath because we have slings. 
we just got to use them. And that and that's the thing. And I, and I appreciate all those words, and I appreciate you know everything that that you brought forward today. You know, speaking here with Juanita Ward in our segment lead learn, evolve, ad-lib, and deliver, and we talk about that all the time. And Juanita, you know, I put it back to you and say, you know, you're an inspiration. You're one of my guardian angels on this planet. You're somebody that always calls me to remind myself of who I am, to not settle, to not be in that slump, to challenge myself, to hear the answers I may not want to hear, but to know that I need to hear. And, you know, and I think that that is so compelling and such a beautiful thing to have people in this world that that help us become the best version of ourselves. You know, and I, I can say John Fitzgibbons. I can say, you know, Tom DeSantis. I could say my parents. I could say Evan Rosenthal. I could say Ross Turetsky. I could say, you know, you, Juanita Ward. There are people in my life that compel me to be the best that the best me that I can be. They challenge me. You know, and I joke with Evan all the time. He never tells me what I want to hear. He tells me what I need to hear. And he doesn't tell me in a mean way, but it, it cuts through. It gets through all of the BS right to me and I hear it. You know, there was a day that I was, you know, I'm not always good on time and I'm not going to lie about it. I'm trying to get better. There's moments where I am. There's moments where I was this week and I wasn't. And Evan and I were supposed to meet and his girlfriend at the time was there. And I, I went out to meet them. And, you know, obviously I just, I didn't get going. I was probably trying to do too many things at once. I left the house, you know, just kind of run around the house and, and got there and I was a half an hour late and I felt horrible. I got there. I said, where's your girlfriend? He said, she, she left. He said, Dan, she waited as long as she possibly could. She really wanted to see you. She really wanted to be around you and talk with you, but she had to go. And Evan doesn't get upset that much not visibly. And he got upset that day. And I remember sitting down saying, what's going on? What's your problem? And he goes, you know what? I do have a problem. I have a problem with the fact of, of, of the fact that you weren't here. And yes, it does hurt. And yes, it does bother me. And no, I don't like it. And I could feel so much from him. And then, you know, I got tears in my eyes and I said, you know what? I don't deserve your friendship. I don't deserve to have you as a friend. I don't deserve to, I should never make anybody feel this way. And he looked back at me and immediately you could just see his love, his overwhelming unconditional love go from being upset and raising his voice to looking at me and saying, absolutely not. You are my friend. You are my best friend. I'm telling you this because this is something that I wanted to say. But in the moment that I said, I don't deserve our friendship, he said, the hell you don't. You, of course, you deserve to be here. I want you to know how I felt because you asked me. And I want you to know how I felt because I want to tell you how I felt. And I want you to understand this. But above all things, I'm your friend. Above all things, I am here for you. Above all things, I got your back. The moment that I looked at him and said, I don't deserve it. He said, no, I just wanted to tell you how I felt. I wanted to tell you what you being late meant to me. But in no way, shape, or form do I ever think you're trying to hurt me. And he, and in that moment, he consoled me when he didn't have to. He was there for me when he didn't have to be. And that will always be a signifier of true relationships to me, of somebody that I consider a brother, where I literally felt horrible. He had every reason to be upset. And in the moment that I said, well, you know what? Maybe I should back away. You know, maybe I, I don't ever want to hurt somebody like this. He pulled me in tighter and said, you're my best friend. You're not going anywhere. And 
those are people that you fight for every day. You know, those are the people that compel you to be a better person. You're one of those people to me. And I know that this segment can help people. I believe that it does every single time we do it. And I know that it helps me to get that frog out of my throat, so to speak, and to uh, say what I need to say to feel what I need to feel. So, you know, I know today we're going to talk about hobbies and today we're going to talk about, you know, finding, you know, doing things that you love and whatever. And we can save that for next week and move forward to that because this conversation, obviously, like God works, took precedence. But, you know, Juanita, I, I, you are a beacon of hope. You, you say all these nice things about me and I appreciate it and I thank you for it. And I, I really work my butt off to to earn a, a, a 16th of the words that you said that, that I have earned already. But I want you to know that you give that too and you bring that too and that positivity that you've always put into my life and that and that just you've always believed in me. And I there's there is there is no amount of money, time or energy that can go beyond when you know that someone truly believes in you and what that can do for a person's life. So you're thanking me for being a part of the show, but I have to thank you back because on a day like today, on a week like this week, my guardian angels are the ones that carry me home and, and thank you for thank you for doing that this week. Yeah, Dan. Man, we're iron sharpens iron and so we're just listen. We're just vessels. We're 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 at, we're actually brothers and sisters <laughs> in Christ. And if we don't do our part here, then we will uh, we will allow the world and everything to get in in the way and mess us up. So we're just out here trying to encourage everyone. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what what color your skin. It doesn't matter you know what you've done in your life. It doesn't matter you know, how far you've dug yourself in a ditch or a, a hole or it doesn't matter how far you've allowed fear and doubt to creep in. It doesn't matter if you feel like you don't have anything. That's what we're here for, Dan, is to continue to encourage and sharpen because at any given day, it could be us. And we will want somebody to, to reach out and touch and reach out and, you know, give us that um, encouragement, encouraging word. And so we're just we're just happy to we're just happy to just be a part of something special. And I'm so excited because had it not been for God on our side, Dan, where would we be today, man? Yeah. What would we be doing? You know, what would our world look like? What would what would things around us look like? There's so much chaos going on in the world and what we're trying to do is just shed a light and bring good positive vibes and you know allow people to understand that you can take a stand and i love how you have lead there you can take a stand and today can be that day to make a proclamation to yourself and just say you know what no more will i allow um my mind to determine who i am and what i'm going to do my mind is not going to be the enemy i'm not going to be my own enemy what be is my own encourager and my own positive motivator because i'm hearing the words from two transparent people, two authentic people that are sharing their life and their that are, you know, opening up and wanting other people to be better because we know that there's no perfect person on this earth and nobody is just around here just peaches and cream and just on cloud nine every single day. People are really dealing with some real life situations. In my life I'm dealing with some real life situations. Family members are in the hospital and you know, you're having to take care of them and, you know, you see them, uh, you see them and you're like, you know, 
you know, what can you do? And the only thing you can do is, is pray and keep being a positive encouragement to them. And so my, my, you know, ending to this is I just want people to understand that the words that come out of one person's mouth can be a teaching tool, a lesson can be an encouragement. It also can be a sword that can do two things, can either cut something up and make it better, or it can cut something up and make it bleed. Choose the way that you want to use your sword. Choose the way that you want to build the rest of your your life. Choose the way that you want to build everything around you. Words are molecules. They go out your mouth and they create whatever you have just said. I love the butterfly effect because it gives you an opportunity to go back and change the unchangeable. But at the end of the day, when you think about it, before you speak, make sure that you've already thought about the next thing that's going to come out of your mouth. Don't allow anger and fear and anxiety and doubt to creep in and determine what you're going to say. Use patience. Use love. Use care. You know, think about if it's you in this situation, what would you do? There's a lot of people that need that love. There's a lot of people that need to know that they're going to be okay. There's a lot of people that need to know that the, cir- the circumstance and situation that they're in right now, God has an answer for it. Keep the faith, as we spoke about earlier in this segment, the young man and your friend. If it's coming from a child, and this child is eight or nine years old, and I'm looking and watching, and I told you guys about his faith, what more is, is God going to do for us to sharpen our faith if we just simply believe? And we don't have to have that much faith. You only need a mustard seed, and that's a very small grain. And some people don't realize this or even know this, but a mustard seed, once it grow, the roots spread. And those roots are so long and so rich and so thick that if you if you chop off one root, it's still going to go. It's still going to supply. It still has nutrients that it can, you know, feed off of. The mustard seed is a tree that's so thick and it's still going to continue to grow and it's still going to continue to to um, it's still going to continue to to uh, grow and it's still going to continue to to nurture. But. If you can just have that faith and hold on, everything will be all right. Everything will work out in the perfect timing. You just have to have faith and hold on. And never forget this. As long as you're on this earth, you can, you will succeed. By any means necessary, you can, you will succeed. And Dan, I'll always give you so much credit because I believe that you are a great example of I can, I will succeed because you didn't let anything stop you. Even when you had people that spoke bad words on you, even when you had people that were not doing the right things in the radio shows and all of that, you still believe that you could. You still believe that you would. You still believe that if you can just push a little bit further, you're going to succeed. And and I, I appreciate you so much, man. Your story is a life-changing. It's definitely a success story. And you encourage me every day. Keep opening up the airways for people to be encouraged and for people to just see that there is something greater out there calling them and there's something greater out there for them it's it's life-changing what you're doing and i'm just happy to be a part of it you know you said earlier there's not enough money or whatever listen as long as your love 
is being shed. And as long as you're still speaking positive and you're still pushing forward and you're still being a beacon and a life example, that's all that that's all that 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 I need. And most importantly, God is using you. So keep being used by God. Keep blessing others and keep blessing me, man. I appreciate you so much. I can't thank you enough. I can't wait for the next show. <laughs> I'm so excited because I feel like we're, I feel like, you know, we're opening up and then I have people that tell me all the time. Thank you so much for the words that you guys are speaking and talking because it's helping me out. If it's just one person, Dan, one person, one person, you're changing a whole generation. I, I want you to continue to stay encouraged and believe that you're changing a whole generation. One person can change a whole generation. Keep up the good work, man. I'm so proud of you. Well, likewise, Juanita, extremely proud of you too. And I, I really don't, I don't have words for everything that you had to say. It goes, it goes such a, a long way and, and it's, I'm excited too. You know, it really does uplift me every single week. And, you know, it's, it's funny how you go and you, and you try to build a house to give somebody a home and you realize that building the house for somebody else ends up making you feel at home. So, you know, we're, we're doing, we're doing God's work. And it's, you know, as much as we're trying to help out other people, it's helping us too. So thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for committing to be a part of this every, every Friday with me and, and, and lifting each other up. So I appreciate you. I thank you. And, and I'm, I'm eternally grateful for, for the fact that, that, uh, that we get to do this and that, that there's an avenue to do this. So thank you for that. Awesome, man. I appreciate you so much, man. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Have a good weekend. All right. You too. Take care. Take care.